Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast, The Story of My Life. I am your hostess, Sarah Adewalu. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from Little Ferry, New Jersey, which, if you're not familiar with, it's in Bergen County, the neighboring town between Hackensack and Teaneck. I am a senior journalism student at Montclair State University with an emphasis in broadcast news media. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on this pleasant afternoon on Sunday, April 12th at 4.37 p.m. I wish each and every one of you a happy Easter or whatever it is that you celebrate. Right now, I'm spending the Easter holiday with none other than my family, of course, in the comfort of our own house while remaining spiritually connected. We may not be able to go to church for a while or what it seems like a while, but we're just doing our best to make it work and we're staying optimistic about this whole thing. Now, I have some very, very exciting news to share with you in this episode, but I bet that you already know what that is. But still, I am going to do the honors of giving you the highlights of my third week of taking online classes before I get to that good news. So yes, it has been three weeks now since Everything has been moved to online. And like I said, I have been handling it pretty handling it pretty well. Um, taking all my classes in the comfort of my own house. Um, most of our professors would agree that it is not an ideal situation, nor has it been very easy for them to recreate assignments and lectures and you know, everything else online, but, you know, I would like to give them credit that, you know, at least on their part, they're also trying their best to handle it very well, because, you know, it is also as difficult for them as instructors, just because they're the ones planning everything, like, making adjustments to the syllabus and such, like, assignments we can't do anymore, like, yeah, so, because, so, because we're, like, missing out on the face-to-face interaction and the physical presence of being in the classrooms, so, yeah, yeah, it is just as hard for them as well, so, um, and since I am a journalism major and I mentioned that I'm taking mostly production classes, like, you know, things relate, things relating to, like, filming people for interviews and such, so, I mean, it's been pretty hard for us to no longer be able to do certain assignments like that, like, physically going out to meet with people for interviews and whatnot, so... And it's not really necessary anymore, so we don't have to do interviews through Zoom or Skype and things like that, so yeah. But other than that, I'd say that it's 
pretty convenient, at least for me. Like, still have the, I still have the luxury of doing this podcast. So that's that's one of the aspects of the bright side. <laughs> so, which now brings me to share my exciting news that I cannot wait to share with you. I have just been accepted to the master's program at the School of Communication and Media. Can I get a what, what? (laughs) That's right. Um, In my previous episode that I filmed last Saturday um, on the 4th, um, I talked about how the graduate school finally reached out to me for an interview in order to move forward with my application. And I was interested in applying for the MA program in public and organizational relations offered by the SCM, the School of Communication Media. So that's their master's program in PR. So I have gone for the open house back in February, like I've also mentioned. But I am really glad that I had a chance to go to the open house before this whole, like, global thing started, so. (laughs) Yeah, I had a Zoom meeting with the woman who was in charge of the PR program. Um, She serves as the program coordinator, and she herself is also an associate professor at the SCM. She's a very nice lady, and when I went for the open house back in February, um, she explained to me about what the program was all about and, like, all the courses that were offered. So she then reached out to me via email to schedule an appointment with her through Zoom, of course, So, which I mentioned to you guys was this past Tuesday the 7th at 2 p.m. Yeah, I know that I originally scheduled for 5 that afternoon, but she said that she had some other meeting to go to at the time, so I had it rescheduled to an earlier time, so I chose the 2 two in the afternoon instead, so. And, you know, it actually went pretty well, the interview. It went really, really well. <laughs> Um, yeah, my throat's been a little weird lately, I don't know why, (laughs) but, yeah, the meeting was about 15 minutes, and basically, she was, she was asking me why I wanted to join the PR program, and, you know, things like that, so I'm free to disclose all that right now. (laughs) So I did say that I was interested in writing because I love to write and I have very good writing skills and I think that's really important and that I am also involved with the Montclarian. So that is the that is the campus newspaper and I have written many articles for them like for the entertainment section. I've written more articles for the entertainment section and 
I've written at least one article for their feature section, which is like a profile on a person, somebody who does something interesting. So I've written at least one of those. And I'm also involved with the 90.3 FM WMSC radio station. So that's the campus's radio station, and I'm a newscast contributor to the Morning Buzz, which is the talk show in the mornings. So I have been involved with it last semester, the Morning Buzz, um, because I felt like I wanted to develop radio broadcasting skills um, because I'm interested in becoming a news news reporter for TV and radio. So I figured that that would be very helpful to me. So, and yeah, the radio station on campus, um, it has a program in which students can learn basic skills in becoming a DJ to have like their own radio shows. So we like to call that program the ADJ program, which means apprentice DJ, like you're learning how to become a DJ basically. So the ADJ program lasts for about five to six weeks and in which students can like volunteer to appear on DJ's shows, like talk shows and music shows. It's all in the control room in the radio station in the SEM building, so... (coughs) Sorry, so students can, like, watch and learn and observe, like, how to do DJ stuff. And then after the six weeks, the students are tested on what they have learned so far about becoming a DJ, like, um, how to, like initiate conversations while on air, like playing certain songs to play, like PSAs, like public service announcements and ads. And basically like you're following the FCC regulations on how you should run your show properly. So yeah, that does sound like a lot of work. (laughs) Trust me, I was part of the ADJ training program Um, I first joined a radio station like last March, so that would be exactly a year ago, like the spring semester of my junior year, and that was when I decided to join the ADJ program, you know, like to give it a shot and such. I I really like the experience of being on air and, you know, just being able to talk about whatever you want, you know, just as long as you're following the rules of the FCC and playing the ads, the PSAs in between each hour and like doing top of the hour, that's important. So top of the hour is a radio term for mentioning the time at every hour that passes. Like maybe for example, like right now it's 4.48 p.m. Um, If I were to do top of the hour right now, I would do it for a when the time is 5 p.m. right now. Um, So I would say top of the hour. (laughs) So obviously when I'm through with this episode, I'll acknowledge the top of the hour if it's past (laughs) 5. So yeah, that's an example of top of the hour. And um, the 
one of the most important rule of being on a radio show is obviously no profanity. Like, there's no cursing allowed ever on air. But that is a rule that I am able to follow, <laughs> seeing that still I don't really like curse. I mean, I really ever curse, so that was never really an issue with me. I guess my only issues about the being a part of the program is, you know, um, we had to learn basic things like learning how to answer the phone whenever it rang, and I usually had, like, trouble doing that because we have, like, keyboard controllers that would help us to, like, answer the phone if somebody were to make a phone call while we were on air, so <laughs> I never could do that, and I guess maybe, since you guys know I'm a shy person, but that's why I do this podcast anyway. I'm not so shy anymore, but there will be some times in which I honestly don't even know what the hell to talk about. So when I'm on air and I'm, I'm assuming that millions of people are listening to me, like, I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to say next. So I don't know how to, like, keep the converse, conversation going in order to avoid dead air. So... Those were some of the reasons why I never was able to pass the ADJ training program. Um, but I did join it again last this past fall semester. And I did get better at being more, short, um, you know, engaging in conversation at, at, and at least, like, keeping a conversation going and, you know, playing all the right songs and everything and doing top of the hour guess I just still was confused about certain things and I still didn't pass again. So, yeah, I mean, I at least I got to learn something new. Um, I am still part of the radio station as a whole. But you have like their own individual group sections that students can be involved with, like the newscast team. Um, that's something I'm currently a part of. Like, all I have to do is just come up with, like, news and write reviews about something, which is posted on the website of the radio station, WMSC.com. You guys can feel free to check it out if you want. Um, so, yeah, they have the newscast team. They have a digital marketing team for people to, like, promote the radio station through social media, like, through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, the camp the organization is available on all three social media platforms. Um there's the music team, like they're in charge of like writing about music history, the engineering team for fixing like technical issues within the studio room, like the keyboards, so and there's a lot more like groups within the radio station, so it's fun. <laughs> um, and at the end of every spring semester, um, which is obviously in May, um, the radio station hosts an end-of-the-year banquet in a tiny room located down in the Moorhead Hall Lounge. So that is in the SCM building, so, and that's also where the Montclarian also has its end-of-the-year banquet, you know, the newspaper teams. Uh, 
So that's where the radio station hosts its end-of-year banquet in May, like usually like a few days before finals. And that's where we give out awards to like the best members of the organization and such. So yeah, it is pretty fun and they do different themes for each year. It's usually pretty formal, so obviously we wouldn't have to dress up. And um, of course, because of like the pandemic and everything, all events have been canceled, which means the banquet, <laughs> which sucks because I would have really loved to attend this one again, but yeah. And I do want to apologize if I'm going a little bit off topic, but I'm just explaining how my involvement with the Montclairian newspaper and the WMSC radio station has been important to me in order to get accepted into the MA program. Um, I wasn't able to do the ADJ program again for this semester um, because I really thought that I was going to graduate in May until, you know, certain things happened. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, like... Like I also mentioned, I had been taking 17 credits at first, so I figured that um, it would be a bit too much for me if I were to continue doing the ADJ program, Um, because I felt like I was going to graduate anyway, so, you know, and that I decided to take so many credits just so I could be able to graduate by next month. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> plot twist, plot twist, <laughs> I'm not graduating anymore next month, so, I'm not graduating next month anymore, so, but the best part is, at least I am still able to do this podcast, uh, I feel like this podcast is something I should focus more of my attention on, you know, just because it's not really as demanding as actually becoming a DJ and having your own radio show. I knew that somehow having a DJ show would be a little bit overwhelming for me anyway. Like, And um, I'm not sure if my parents would have approved of it in the first place anyway. Because, yeah. And because there are still a lot of FCC rules to follow so that you don't violate anything and violate anything that would result in, like, you paying their fines and such, so. That's why I figured if I could, if I could just focus on making this podcast for you guys, then I am, I would feel free to be able to talk about whatever the hell I want without being in huge trouble with the FCC. And it's not too demanding anyway, maybe, except writing the script for each episode, which I have to admit, I have spent about a good hour or so yesterday afternoon writing a script for this episode right now. (laughs) But going back to the topic of the MA program and, and the Zoom interview, um... I did let the woman know that I was, and I am still active in these programs on campus, 
even if I wasn't graduating next month like I was initially supposed to. Yeah, and I did explain to her the details of the unfortunate events that took place while I was taking that course, which I withdrew from, the Journalism 480 class, News Production Lab, and that I I have no choice but to retake it again next semester, and that's literally the only course that I'll be taking next semester so that I can finish, finally. <laughs> um, this week is actually registration week for the fall semester and everyone has different registration dates and times depending on class years so um there's freshmen sophomores juniors and non-graduating seniors um so the first day of registration is this wednesday which is the 15th um, so that's the day for graduate students, current graduate students, like if they're seeking degrees, it would be their time to register. So each day has different time slots for students to register. It just sort of depends on the number of credits you've earned. Um, so for me personally, I will register this Thursday, which is the 16th. Um, which, according to the website, um, my registration time is 9 a.m. on Thursday because I have earned at least 116 credits or more. So, and that's also the day for non-graduating seniors to register. And obviously, I'm not graduating next month, so yeah. <laughs> and this Friday, which is the 17th, this, that is when juniors will register and they also have like their own different times to register depending on how many credits they've earned and next week Monday which is the 20th which is a week from tomorrow um, that's when sophomores will register and next week Tuesday which is the 21st um, that's when freshmen will be registering so Freshmen register last because, you know, it's their first year on campus and they usually like have earned less than 30 or 24 credits. So they also have like their own times to register depending on how much they've earned for their first year. But yeah, that's next Tuesday, the 21st. And um, when I register this Thursday, I'll be choosing that JOUR 480 course with that same instructor, but it's gonna be on different days and times, different for this current semester, um, which I'm still not sure of yet, like the days and times and such, but yeah, we'll figure it out when it come comes time to register. <clears throat> but before we could actually start registering for classes, we must have met with our academic advisors first because they are the ones who can determine where we are in terms of our academic standing and such, like if we're like able to finish on time to graduate. And, and since everything has been moved to online because of, you got it, <laughs> the pandemic, 
Um, so the registration services are holding online assistance, chats, and emails for anybody who needs help finding out about when they're supposed to register or if anyone has any additional questions about registration, like dates and times. So, yeah. And I just wanted to confirm that I registered this Thursday at 9. I want to make sure that the time I register for register on Thursday is at 9 because usually there tends to be like technical issues when it comes to registering for your classes online. Yeah, we do it online. We register for our classes online on the Nest website, which I've mentioned that that's the website that we use to register for our classes, seeing our student accounts or bills for each semester, our degree works, which tell us how many like courses we need in order, in order to like graduate and when. So yeah, I have met with my advisor last week, Wednesday. Um, he teaches the television and digital media course that I'm taking right now in multimedia news production, um, which meets on Wednesdays. So I've scheduled an appointment with him through Zoom um, at around 3.30ish. And um, yeah, I, I have let him know that I was planning to retake that one course again in the fall, the Journalism 480. So yeah. <clears throat> And um, going back to the topic of the interview on Tuesday, um, the lady was just telling me about how the courses are mostly offered in the evenings and telling me about the differences between part-time enrollment and full-time enrollment. Um, being enrolled part-time means you have to take at least one or two courses. And being enrolled full-time means taking three courses like nine credits at the least so since I'm retaking the JOUR 480 course in the in the fall um, I won't actually like begin the MA program yet until next spring semester instead so that's in the spring of 2021 and also it's a two-year program so yeah I feel like I have plenty of time <laughs> Yeah, so that's a good thing. I got the acceptance email. I got the acceptance email about 24 hours or so after the interview. And um, everyone in my family was so excited for me. You guys obviously must have seen it posted on my Instagram page. And, you know, I really appreciate all the likes and comments. <laughs> I feel like I've worked so hard. And that I truly deserve it. I guess the only thing I have to look forward to is finding some type of internship or part-time job. Um, you know, if not for the summer, because it's pretty unpredictable what will happen this summer with this pandemic. Then maybe at least for the fall or something when I'm retaking the course. You know, the JOUR 480 course. So, yeah, I could try to find something to occupy myself with so yeah it's all good I have it all planned out <laughs> sort of 
but not really. Um, so I did not need to take the GRE. It's already been waived for me since I have made a GPA of at least 3.0 or above. Um, that, that is actually what my current GPA is. Um, so I hope to maintain it for this semester. Now that I'm finally down to 13 credits and four courses. As for the colloquium, um, I know that they have initially said that we're supposed to register for the colloquium every semester, which is zero credits, and that we needed to attend at least two of them per semester. But because of the pandemic, um, the SEM faculty um, has decided to cancel colloquium meetings for the rest of the semester, and that goes into the fall. Um, so for the fall semester, since they're not pretty sure yet about the situation with the pandemic or if it would, you know, reduce by then, they made that decision to cancel colloquium for the next fall semester as well. So that means I don't need to worry about registering for it anymore. That I just need to fo focus on retaking the JLUR 480 course and not make the same mistakes that I've made. So yeah. This means that by default, we all get a passing grade for the colloquium. Um, except for most students who have, who have not attended a colloquium meeting at all during the semester, they need to write at they need to write two papers to make up for missed colloquium meetings. Um, it's not too bad. It's only one and a half page long, double spaced. And for other students who have attended only one so far, or at least one meeting, um, they just need to write one paper to make up for not having been able to attend a second colloquium. So. For me personally, I don't need to write any papers at all because I have already attended at least two or more meetings during this semester, even before the pandemic thing happened. I have attended at least two, three meetings, I think. So we use the Attend Me app on our phones to keep track of our attendance to each event. And um, we used a QR code scanner to check ourselves into each of the events. And the events are mostly held at the presentation hall room in the SCM building. So if you take a, if you enter the building and you make a left, that's the presentation room, room number 140. So that's where all the colloquiums are held for each semester. The room is large enough to fit at least 500 people or more, so yeah, it wasn't too bad at all. <laughs> Sorry about my throat again. <laughs> Other than my issues with that 
JOUR 480 class. My semester has been getting somewhat better now. I feel pretty confident that I'll make it through the rest of the semester on a positive note. After all, I really don't have any other choice. I have been accept accepted to the MA program at the SCM, and there is just no way at all that I can screw anything else up other than my one and only chance to graduate next month. Fortunately, it's been postponed, so that should be some temporary relief, even if it means that most of my friends will be earning their diplomas before I do. But yeah, that was my update on my interview for the MA program and the positive outcome. Wrapping up this episode, I would like to thank you all for tuning in to this beautiful, pleasant Sunday afternoon. Um, I wish you all a happy Easter or whatever it is that you celebrate personally. Um, and I hope that you are all spending a lot of quality time with your families and your loved ones. My advice is my advice for you is to stay safe, stay warm, stay healthy physically, mentally, financially, and take really good care of yourselves and your loved ones and be wise. <laughs> you are also welcome to reach out to me if y'all got any questions, comments, remarks. Or feedback about my show. I am very active on Instagram where I have my two accounts, my personal, which is Summer Girl of 97, which you all follow. So that's Summer, S U M M E R, Girl, G I R L, O F 97. And uh, my professional account is my name, Sarah. Um, all lowercase S-A-R-A-H underscore journalist and my email is s at awalu at gmail.com um, again that's S-A-D-E W-O-L-U at gmail.com um, thank you once again for tuning in to this 19th episode of the story of my life. It is now top of the hour, past five o'clock. Just kidding, I should just say it normally. Um, It's 5.11 p.m. right now. And um, once again, enjoy your holidays and the rest of your weekend. And stay safe, stay warm, and stay dry. Peace out, y'all.